Our God does things excellently. And when he calls us into service with him, essentially we are called to excellence ourselves. When we step away from our selfish interest, we step away from just uh, trying to get by, but we actually live our lives with hope and destiny in mind, there is this pursuit of excellence that becomes a part of us. And uh, I don't think anyone defines that better in Scripture for me than the person of Daniel. And uh, we were in the readings this week, we're going through that, and what I'd like to do is just... Um, <laughs> I see my opening slide, I have excellence, Daniel 3, and it's actually Daniel 6. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's not working in this moment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's go to Daniel 6, though. <laughs> Recover. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. Daniel in the lion's den is one of the first stories you've ever heard when you were in children's church or whatever. And I was caught up in it again this week, and, and so I wanted to just draw some thoughts out of it. It says that in the first year of Darius that he wanted to set Daniel into a high position of authority. And Really what that does is it locks in the timeline so that we know a little bit more about Daniel. If you read the commentators, they say that he may well have been in his early 80s at this point. So he had been serving for a long time. He had served Nebuchadnezzar. He served Belshazzar. Now, world changeovers. He had been brought out of his homeland. He had uh, left everything that he had known uh, it's quite possible that he watched his family being slaughtered. And yet, when he got to Babylon, he pursued excellence as a person. He didn't become just the victim and give up. But rather, he, he pursued excellence, and, and it, it paid off. And, you know, as I was reading this story, there were several things that stood out. When Jeremiah, in chapter 29 had told the Israelites, he said, let them take you to this new land. But he essentially says, invest yourselves there. He said, build homes, plant gardens, get married, have kids. Uh, he was saying, establish yourself there, even though in that same chapter, he's saying your captivity is going to be 70 years. But he's just saying, you don't want to just blow off 70 years. You don't want to just decrease. You want to come out of that with increase. And so even though they were being hauled in a completely unfamiliar setting and situation, and even though they were the oppressed, they would have been the ones discriminated against, Daniel commits his life to this thing of excellence. And it, it comes across. Um, it says that uh, in the third verse, that he became distinguished above all the other officials because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. You know, when we look back in, in chapter 1, remember, 
He dealt with nutrition. He was going to be given any food he wanted. I know this isn't fair after Thanksgiving, is it? But he chose a, a course of nutrition to eat what he knew was the best for him. So, you know, I can, I can do that well if there's no pecan pioneer, if there's no chips, chocolate chips within the county. Um, you know, I, there are certain things, you know, that, that seem to derail me even yet. But apparently this man, even in his youth, had just said, this is the way I really believe I should live and I want to. And so he had pursued that. And, you know, if you read Daniel chapter 9, he was in the Scripture. It's out of that that he sees Jeremiah's prophecy and starts praying into it. In this particular chapter, it says his habit was to go and pray three times a day. That's what caught my attention because I don't have that same kind of systemization even at this point in my life. I, I pray consistently, but I do not have that three times a day. This is <laughs> irrevocable. And yet, uh, he's doing this in his 80s. And so, you know, there's still hope for me. But, uh, you know, but even so, you know, you just, you look at that and you go, what kind of a person was this? Now, he, he has incredible gifts, you know, where he interprets dreams. He has unusual wisdom. And yet, he is making the most of these things by applying himself. And that's what I guess I felt the call to as I was looking at this. Is just, you know, you're reading through it and, and you're amazed. Now, going on in the story, not everybody was happy with him being elevated to these positions. It's just like any time somebody gets something that somebody else wants, there's a temptation of saying, well, what about jealousy? You know, we're, why can't I have that? Why isn't that mine? And uh, so they, they seek to undermine him. And yet, you know, you have to look at it and you, and you go, it has incredible destructive power when it's in play, right? Jealousy is one of those things that destroys lives, destroys those who are, are implementing it, destroys those who are the victims of it. Now, usually... Again, it's one of those things where it's easier for us to see when it's being exerted against us than it is when we're exerting it upon others. But this is, in a sense, one of those warnings where it goes, if I am jealous of another, then I need to understand that it's going to have the same kind of repercussions that it has when it's exerted on me. And it's not valuable. It's not good. It's not worthy of the kingdom of God. And so we seek to step away from such things. Anyway, they, they watch him and they realize there is nothing about his life that they can pick on because he does everything well and there is no fault. But they say the only thing that we could spot would be that, you know, it's the way he worships his God. And again, that's one of those things of going, <laughs> are our lives so consistent and so steadfast, that when others watch us, they notice that there's something different. Um, I, I don't know if I have the name right, but I was watching, <laughs> I'm admitting to watching YouTube again, a, a, a testimony of Bass Rutan, 
uh, MMA fighter, a guy, a movie star. Um, I know you don't care. I found it very intriguing. This guy um, was at the top in, in a number of things and then went into movies, met Kevin James. That ring a bell? The big boom? Kevin James led him to the Lord, and he was testifying about it, and he says his life was different. He's watching this guy. He's not necessarily hearing much, but he says they sit down one day to smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it, but he says, I ask, what's, what's going on in you? What's different? Kevin James explains. Brings him to the Lord. And this guy's going, I'm not perfect. I'm growing. I'm changing. And he's talking about transformed life. And I'm going, who'd have thunk? Except that he, even in his notoriety, realizes there's something missing. And he sees someone else who seems to be living excellently. And he, he says, what have you got? To me, that's powerful. And, and I just want to look and say, okay, is there enough about us that it's obvious? You know, in, in, the, in the workplace, you know, it might be that others at times are jealous, but it, are they seeing enough to know that there's something beyond what they have. You know, it's not about rising to the top of a kingdom as much as it is as living excellently in whatever position or place that we're in. And so sometimes that's home. Sometimes that's in positions in the community. Sometimes that's in business. Sometimes it's in school. But it, it all has to do with what is the essence of our life declaring? And so in this situation, Daniel, it's, it's, he's being watched, and they realize the only thing that could be pointed to is, is um, he worships God all the time. And so as the story goes on, they, they plot, and, and they go to the king, and they say, you know, why don't you make a rule that for 30 days nobody can worship anyone except you? Nobody can make petition before anyone except you. And obviously, this guy is in a position where pride gets in. Sounds okay to me. Glad everybody loves me. You know, whatever, whatever went on in his head, he's, he decides to go ahead and do that. He signs the petition, an irrevocable petition. And Daniel, to his credit, hears of it, <laughs> goes home opens up the windows, and starts praying again. You know, even though living in excellence is something to be pursued, it doesn't mean it's going to be without conflict or discord of some measure in our lives, right? It doesn't mean that everybody's going to appreciate it. It doesn't mean that our circumstances are all going to be pleasant, I mean, for this guy to be hauled out of his home country, that's not pleasant. He's a victim. He says, I'm going to live excellent 
anyway. As he goes through life and he, and he has some accolades and he rises to the top in a number of positions, he, you know, he, at 80, he might have been able to just say, you know what, I'm tired of fighting this battle. I'm just going to take it easy today. You know, let the other Christians take care of this, or other believers, I guess it would be. But no, he's, he's committed to this path, and it's, he's unwavering. And that's part of it, to just consistently doing the right thing, making the right choices. And so, anyway, he gets thrown into the lion's den, as you know. A big rock is put on top, and it's sealed to the king's ring. But the king is so distraught over this thing because he realizes he's been duped. He realizes that he has punished a good man. He is, he's realizing that this is not a good thing at all. And it says he, he takes on no diversions that night. He doesn't eat. He, just, he doesn't want any entertainment. He spends a sleepless night. And in the morning, of course, he runs out and says, oh, Daniel... Was the God you serve able to save you? And so the, the testimony of God's faithfulness comes through in that moment. And the power of God is revealed through that incident. But it comes through a life that has been lived steadfastly for God. And in this moment, this window of time, in this crisis, God's Power is seen in a way that is impossible except for God. So anyway, they, they take Daniel out. The bad guys get thrown in with the lions, and it proves the lions are hungry. And uh, they get, you know, destroyed. And, and then again, that's in some ways the, the end fruit of jealousy. But uh, with that, Darius makes this declaration, and I'll read it to you. Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble in fear before the God of Daniel. For he's the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed. His dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of lions. An incredible statement by somebody who's convinced. Having watched a life lived in nobility, having seen his God deliver him, is open in a way that never would have happened otherwise. And so I, I guess I look at that and I'm going, God, help us to pursue this and to chase this together. Help us to let excellence be one of those values that we hold. Let us... Commit ourselves to the consistency of the disciplines necessary to live life to the fullest in the Lord. He created each of us uniquely. But as we apply ourselves to what's before us and what is available to us, and as we're consistent in that, it really it does bear the most fruit. And that's what we are longing to do in Him. As I... Uh, is looking at this, you know, he, he, you know, the obvious ones for him are he pursued the nutrition, he pursued the scripture, he pursued prayer, but he also pursued excellence and work in whatever he did. He chased it and gave his best. 
And God used that for his glory. Lord, help us to take these stories that we've learned even as kids and to continue finding your truth in them and apply that to our lives. May it be said of us that we lived in excellence like you do. Amen. And I just want to pray for God's blessing on you. May your blessing rest on these, your people. May they know the fullness of favor that you intend for them. May they discover the excellency of your goodness. May they live lives of excellence as well. As each one goes into the community, I ask that you give them words of life to speak over others. I ask that you enable them to carry out the workings of your kingdom. Gift them with the supernatural. Be lifted up and exalted, our Lord, we pray. We love you this day. Amen. Amen. God bless you.